Welcome to Cinema 7. I'm your host, again, Mary Bakari. The board directors gave it back to me. They felt bad. Uh, but anyway, today we're talking about Kong and uh, with me... Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island. With let's, me... Let's say the full name of the film, please. <laughs> is my main man, John Kanoki. He's John Kanoki. I, I already acknowledged that I'm here. Oh, okay. I had yeah, to correct okay. you. Okay. But, yeah. uh, hello. That's what I was waiting for. You to say hello, but... No, 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 no. But like I said, we're going to talk about Kong today, Skull I- Kong Skull Island. Thank you. We saw Kong Skull Island um, over the weekend, and uh, we have some opinions. Uh, we have po- I have some positives. I have some negatives. Uh, I'm sure John also has maybe some positives and some negatives. They're all neutral. They're in the middle. They're middle, in the middle. Middle ground. It's a gray area. It's a gray area. But for that, we're going to talk a little bit about news and trailers and stuff. Do that. What what, uh, what came out recently? Oh wait, the Wonder Woman trailer. That is the, true. Uh, the newest one. I don't, isn't that the final one? Did they say? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't I, think it. I don't think it could be. I'm sure they're gonna show more. Yeah. That's even worse. John, as a Wonder Woman fan, um, we said in past episodes. I don't know if we have any uh, people who keep listening. Uh, so we're going to reintroduce John as, you know, the, there might the be Wonder like, Woman fan. There's probably a couple out there that make it this far every time, so they'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. So what's your opinion on this new Wonder Woman trailer? I, uh, I think that, uh, my only problem with her as Wonder Woman is her voice. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I, cause I don't like her accent. Cause it, it kind of takes away from the character, but I mean, then you know, you only have like cartoons and every other thing to go off of, so there's, I guess there's no real defined Wonder Woman voice. But it's just she doesn't have enough power behind the voice. I can definitely see that about her voice. Yeah, if you uh, if you just listen to her, like if you compare her against uh, you know Ben Affleck, Batman, and uh, Henry Cavill Superman, I think she's just gonna like fall off. But then. I guess if you really think about it, they don't really have powerful, you know, commanding presences either. Honestly, there are uh, I don't none of them feel like major characters to me. I think that's a problem, and I don't think she's going to do any better. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like it's obviously a casting issue, but I don't know if it's going to be, uh, you know, a problem when they all get together. I think it was definitely uh, looks that got her to part. Yeah, I I may, I would agree. You know, she looks like Wonder Woman. She looks good as yeah. Wonder Woman. I mean, you can make most people look like Wonder Woman, but she looks good as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's she, the it's the voice and it's how her accent's gonna play in with the acting as well, I guess, and the lines. Yeah, yeah, because some of those lines, like some lines, are not deliverable with you know an accent. Like you you won't get enough power behind them, de- like depending upon your voice, and that's just how it is. You know, it's like it's like the guy in Skull Island who is. Uh, British, and trying to be uh, Southern. Oh yeah, wait, wait, wait. we'll talk about that later. But it's the same concept. Like yeah. you can yeah. hear her accent in it, and it's 
I mean, I guess it works because there are, if you think about it as her on another island. Yeah, and I'm I wondering guess. if that's going to be consistent too, if all the Amazons are going to sound that way or just her. Because then, I mean, it can be kind of weird. They are all from the same place. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter, like, how she was made or whatever, but... Unless her, uh, when she was made out of clay... <laughs> that wouldn't have anything to do with her how you Her voice would... box wasn't fully but she complete. Was, she was still a little girl, okay? She would learn how to speak the way everyone else did. Okay, you tr- that's true. It's, it, it, would, it wouldn't make sense. But, well, I guess we'll have to see. Cause... I think it's cool they kind of do a trailer on her origins. Because if people aren't familiar with Wonder Woman, it shows them a little bit of her origin. I don't know. I, I think it's, it's definitely kinda, necessary. Yeah, I think it's I think it's smart to do a trailer with her origin. It it I guess it um I don't know. I just I I I just feel like it it works to show a trailer of her origin or tease it or whatever. I just hope we don't get a lot more than that. You know, like the big reveals and like a, a final trailer that shows you everything you didn't want to see. Yeah, because that's uh, the I mean, trend nowadays. I'm sure there'll be a TV spot or two that's going to show you something you didn't want to see. Well, yeah, and you know there'll be uh, there'll be photos, first photos of uh, blah 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 as blah blah blah, yeah. or this scene happening, or you know Wonder Woman death tease or some weird nonsense. That would be kind of weird. Um, the other news is the other piece of thing we really want to talk about, which is probably more news than a trailer, I guess, is uh, there uh. WB is eyeing Matthew Vaughn to direct a Man of Steel 2 sequel that they uh, still want to do. Well, yeah, it makes sense if you like Superman, you know. I mean, what other, what other movies has he directed? Uh, Kingsman? Kingsman and uh, what was the other major one? X-Men First Class? Yeah, that First was him, Class, right? yeah. Those are the two, the two big ones. I don't know if anything smaller. I mean, I didn't do my research on him. Because... Did he do Eddie the Eagle too? He might have, I don't know. I'll, uh, you know, as we're talking right now, I'll look it up. But what do you think about this as the, uh, you know, resident Man of Steel hater? <laughs> um, obviously, I don't care for another Man of Steel. I didn't, every, it's just like everyone knows you're a Wonder Woman fan. Everyone knows that I hate Man of Steel. I mean, I, like I said before on the Marvel vs. DC podcast and like all the time, I don't know. I just think it was poorly written, poorly edited. Um. The dark tone, I think it's too dark for Man, Man of Steel. I think you can obviously go in that whole route of him trying to find his humanity or if, you know, him not feeling welcome in the world, him being an alien, all that jazz. That's fine. It's just that they made it too dark for the character. Because Superman, now I'm not saying Superman has to be happy go lucky. Yay, hippie, you know, I'm Superman. He should be. Trending more towards the positive side. Yeah. Side he, note, he did uh, kick ass as well. Yeah. But uh, oh, okay. Uh, but I don't know. What, what what's your opinion? You you said he said it's some kind of quote or that was uh that was Chris Hawk actually that said that. Oh. He uh he quoted saying that Superman should be light and fun and not dark and serious the way he was portrayed. Like Dark Knight serious. Yeah. Well. He essentially said that the first Man of Steel film is not Superman and that he should be better than that. You know, he should be something people can, you know, have fun with or, you know, enjoy and not be, uh, you know, depressed about because Superman's blowing up cities. Yeah, right. But uh, I don't know. That's a that's a positive quote, but it doesn't mean they'll cast him as or, you know, pick him up as the director. 
which is ultimately what matters. I mean, you can you can talk all day about, you know, if it's good or if it's bad, but if nobody changes it, it doesn't matter. Most of his movies seem like dark comedy action anyway. So, well, I mean, you could argue that Kingsman is light and fun. It's it just is. A, a different subject, you know, like That's true. Spies and uh, assassins and stuff, which is there's killing. With Superman, you know, if it's enjoyable, the one thing, you know, I won't I'm concerned about is, is that going to make you know Superman a Marvel movie? Yeah, is that what it's going to turn into? I hope not, because he does have some fun villains, though. He does, but he's also, I mean, he does have a serious side. I mean, I don't know. I, I well, I guess we'll see what happens with the. Well, they want to do a uh, like a, they've they've talked about doing like a Lobo movie. Mm-hmm. That'd be ridiculous. That would be without like ridiculous. setting him up. It'd be like their Deadpool. It would. And that, that'd be ridiculous without setting him up, which yeah. you, you'd have to set him up in a Superman movie because that's where he belongs. So, maybe Man of Steel 2. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. They'll tease him. Well, I don't know. That'd be kind of. I think, I think Man of Steel 2, though, should definitely have two villains. I think more than one villain is necessary because you shouldn't go a major villain. But that's yeah. just me. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I mean DC's trying to focus, uh, get somewhere new, I guess. So it could be kind of cool to see them drop hints of like. Like you said the other day of uh, the formal movies, but then go with this new tone as if it's yeah. it's it's its own thing. Yeah, because they want to get away from Zack Snyder's uh, destruction of the franchise. Yeah, and uh, they'll have to reference the movies because they're not gonna you know backtrack. They yeah. can't they can't admit defeat like that. But they don't have to you know flash back to Zod getting killed. They can just you know mention it lightly. Oh yeah, this is blah blah blah. Zod did this. Okay, that's it. Keep moving on. So was there any, was there anything else? Uh, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, the, I read that uh, they're gonna do a uh, girl with a dragon tattoo sequel with none of the original cast. I mean, I don't know if that matters, but that's kind of weird. The first American movie isn't that good. You don't think so? No, the the foreign movie is way better. I mean, it's almost a direct copy, almost. It is, but it's just the acting was bad. You think so? I think it was bad. But, uh, yeah, I guess let's just get into Kong now. Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island, my bad. Welcome to the Kong main is, event. But I didn't see that, so I'm not prepared. <laughs> Kong Skull Island. Um, like we said, there's some positives, but there's also some negatives. Uh, this, it w- it's, um, it's very action-packed. It's not as, uh, if you remember Peter Jackson's Kong, this is more of, monstrous action this is more um we're just here to kick ass and have fun type of deal where i feel like uh peter jackson's king kong was more of a love letter to monster movies you know what i mean peter jackson's king kong isn't uh really well received right a lot of people I, don't like it that's weird see that's weird because i remember when it came out people loved it well yeah and then they you know turned on it inevitably when someone pointed out the flaws yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. It, it. It's a lot like the original, obviously. Um, I think it's, it pays respects and homage to the original. And I get CP, that came around the same time with like uh, Superman Returns. I think people were wanting more and more action. I mean, you kind of get that in Peter Jackson's King Kong with um, him fighting the T-Rexes and stuff and them shooting the dinosaurs uh, or the dinosaurs chasing them. But I guess they just wanted more... 
more action than they wanted the story of King Kong. Yeah, I mean, critics critics received it well. I know, I know, like it was critically acclaimed when it came out, but mm-hmm. it just seems that people turned on it, you know, later, like fans. Yeah, and I don't know what that is, but I didn't think it was bad. It was long though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was really long. It was pretty long. Was it's kind of rough to sit through, but not bad. I I think um, there, I mean, this movie has been. King Kong has been made like four times throughout history. I mean, he's been used about six or seven times if you count the Toho movies. I mean, I guess you'd have to. And Son of Kong, if you count Son of Kong. But, um. <laughs> Son of Kong? I hope we get one of those now. This new franchise. Right? But King Kong basically, I think, is the originator of the monster movie genre. And obviously King Kong or obviously King Kong is, you know, embedded in the pop culture for what it did with filmmaking and sitting on a building, swatting at helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, uh I, I guess King I guess Godzilla took over like just because of his ridiculousness in like the fifties and sixties. He's not ridiculous. He's he's serious, okay? He is serious. I think Godzilla you know, took it because of all the people he fights. Yeah, I think that's what it's you know really about. He's he's not he's, he's not his only opponent. You know, isn't just man, which yeah. King Kong you know traditionally is. Usually, I can agree with that. Um, obviously, I agree with that. I shouldn't say I can't agree with that. I do agree with that. But yeah, I, I mean, other than that, uh, I think this one wanted to show. I don't know. See, they they kind of have this theme of, um, you know, what I'm talking about of dealing like finding something like us not understanding the world or like understanding wanting to learn more about yeah. these rumors or whatever. Each theme, yeah, the each movie has like a theme of us like, oh, what's this? This is cool. We don't under, really understand it, but we want to make money, profit off of it, or yeah, or be the first to you know discover it. Yes. Or, so let's drop some bombs and... Oh, yeah, survey. Survey bomb. Survey bomb. Um, but this one kind of more related to the remake with Jeff Bridges in the 70s. Because that one was right after the Vietnam War. So I think they kind of po- they kind of had the same elements of this is post-war. Yeah. But also with the original themes of stop messing with stuff you don't understand. Yeah, yeah. And Getting uh, involved in places you shouldn't be, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I guess we'll go start with like general ter- general thoughts, just to get them out there. Like, uh, we, and then we'll break it down, like our positives and negatives and stuff. I uh, well, you know, just just talking in general thoughts. I think that it was all right. You know, mm-hmm. I think one of my biggest problems is the constant cuts. Yeah, between the people and splitting them for so long. Because mm-hmm. they are they are apart for a while, and yeah. we're going back and forth constantly. And even with the, you know, the squad, they're they're apart in the beginning of that too. So you're you know you're going between you know five different people. Yeah. And some of them aren't really noteworthy, so you just kind of have to remember who's who, you know. And it's like these guys aren't even relevant later on. Like why why do we have to spend so much time, you know, cutting to them? Yeah, and it feels like it honestly feels like there's more people than there actually is. Or more people keep showing up just to die. Oh, yeah. They, I, you, you do notice that. Like, sometimes they'll kill, like, six people, and you're like, where'd those guys come from? They, they weren't there five seconds ago. 
especially uh, later in the movie when they go to the the Kong's parents or the other Kong's skulls the, or skeletons. Uh, the, the grave. Yeah, I was like, where all these other people come from? Yeah, there's this a lot of people. Set up the gun. There's like three yeah. people setting it up. He sets it up, shoots. It's like it doesn't even work. It it was uh even backfire. even with like the characters that get names, like that one guy that was writing to his kid. Mm. You see, you cut to him like three times, and then he dies. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. gets killed, and you're they set him up to be kind of important. You know, they're like he's writing to his kid. You know, you you know he's not gonna die, or you know he's not gonna live. Yeah, but. He gets like four cuts where they cut into him, you know, sitting on the helicopter, wandering the forest. It's like he just served to expand the island and see more, you know, life. Yeah. Which you could have done with the main people. Why'd you have to, you know, cut away from people we care about? Exactly. And the only time uh, the other people encountered something was either the uh, the bison ram thing or the, um, what was the other thing? The, the spider. The spider, yeah. The, the bamboo bamboo leg spider. Mm-hmm. But uh, anything else, general thoughts wise? I uh, I like the way Kong looks. Yeah. He uh, he he's, he reminds me of the Planet of the Apes monkeys. You mm-hmm. know, they're just bigger. Yeah. But he does have like like same. It's like they almost you know they were like, let's use that CGI because this is easier. You yeah. Know, it's like it looks good. Let's use it. Let's make them big. Because he walks like it, you know, he has the same same mannerisms. Yeah. So. Other than that, though, I didn't have, you know, too many general thoughts. There's some specifics, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, I thought the action was fantastic. I thought there was a lot of good action, especially with the, uh, anytime he picked up a stick, that was very revenant of King Kong versus Godzilla because he, he fights Godzilla the tree. I shouldn't say stick, but it's a tree. And he tries to ram the tree down his throat. <laughs> um, I thought that was kind of cool that he used trees as weapons. Um, the action is just off the charts. The action is just amazing. Uh, the, the only downside, I think, to this movie is, like you said, the, the quick cuts. Uh, editing would obviously be it. Two specific characters. Yeah, and acting-wise, because of if, I don't know if these people were just like, if the direct, I don't know if it was the direction. If it was, it's probably all of them together. But it just acting was a was a thumbs down for me. I mean, Samuel Jackson was good. I thought at some parts. I think that character was designed to be played by him, though. Yeah. So it, of course, he could do it. John Goodman was all right. I mean, he was a little out there with his acting. But I guess it makes sense because his character's kind of out there. You know what I mean? His character's kind of like. You know what I mean? But it's a little silly. His his acting's a little silly. I uh, I didn't feel like he was into it. You know, some yeah. of the lines he he delivers, it's there's just it's nothing like, behind yeah. it. He's like, I'm paid to be here. Yeah, here's here's my line. All right, let's move. You know, I do like John Goodman though, so I can't really fault him. Yeah, but you know. What about uh? You said you like Tom Hiddleston. I think actually. he was appropriate for his character. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he's you know British Special Forces, so he's gonna be badass. I think we could have got a little more though like from him because i feel like i think that's the problem there is his counterpart character throughout the whole movie yeah captain marvel brie larson yeah she uh she definitely takes away from his character because they have to build that relationship that they want have you seen the the room or room the movie she's in i have not no did she win a academy award for that i i know it was nominated i don't know if she won um 
Now, I'm not saying she's a bad actress or she won't be a good Captain Marvel. Uh, there's some high hopes for her as Captain Marvel. Um, obviously, she must have been really good in the room because that movie is well-received. I still haven't seen it, so I don't have my own opinion on it. But, like, her, her acting in Kong is, is just awful, you know? Like, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I, I think most of the issues here are filmmaking issues. Um, Post-production-wise, I would guess I would say, like, the editing, um, mostly I would say... How quick, maybe direction was bad because they wanted to push the movie out. Um, I don't know what what else has the director done. What's the director's name again? Have you seen that? I have not. She did win the. For oh, the, she for did. The room. She did. Yeah. Must have been some kind of good then. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna fault her. I'm not gonna say she's bad, but in Kong, she just seems phoned in. You know what I mean? Like she just seems. Like, she wasn't all there, acting-wise. It, it seems to me that she's supposed to be that female character, you know, that Kong kind of yeah. relates to. And they were like, it's, it's a Kong movie, we gotta have that. But this movie almost didn't, you know, it didn't need it. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, it, it felt really forced. Everything she did yeah. felt like, you know, it was forced to be there. Everything felt rushed, too. Like, to, from direction, to acting, to, to just the whole plot, everything just felt rushed throughout this whole movie. I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. It's, um, uh, it's directed by Jordan Vogt Roberts. He's got a cool beard. He does have a very long beard. It's very cool. It's very. It's, I've, this is the first time I've ever seen him. It's pretty cool. He's doing uh, the Metal Gear Solid movie. Really? Yeah. He is doing that. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that after seeing this. As long as he doesn't do the quick cuts and they show him crawling, to sneak around. <laughs> well, unless there had, you know, unless Snake has his whole squad up in there, it's there shouldn't be. But yeah. somehow, I doubt that'll be. The case. I do. I do like how they added John C. Riley is a plus, a thumbs up for this movie. He he is definitely the best, you know, actor in the movie. <laughs> but that's also because he's playing himself. Yeah. Um, action. I I did like action. I give thumbs up on action. Um, I liked some of Samuel Jackson's revenge plot. I did like that. Uh, we'll get into that, we'll get into more depth in that in a second, but, well, I mean, overall, I have a positive grade for this movie, but like I said, that the directing and the acting, just everything felt rushed for this movie. The editing, um, it just wanted to get to, I feel like it just wanted to get to that post credit scene to set up for Kong vs. Godzilla. Yeah, and I, I mean, just speaking on that post credit scene, I think it was, because everybody knew about it yeah. and knew what they were trying to do, I feel like it doesn't it doesn't really deliver for me. It's cool that they tease the other monsters, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I expected it, so it's not really, you know, oh, post-credit scene, I already know what it is. Yeah. It's not a surprise. I almost think it would have been more of a surprise to, like, reveal, like, some sort of knowledge about one of the other monsters in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Just be like, oh, that's a, that's a nod to blah, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere. That'd be that'd be cool. I do like that it's set in 1973 because um, I think it makes it stand out. It makes sense. Yeah, especially if when the doing the whole Kong vs. Godzilla thing, it it has to you know make sense. Yeah, I think uh, when they like, I think it's because of the lack of technology in the monster encounters too. 
it it um it does give you some it gives you some awe i think because of the encounters it, it, it's definitely not phony when they meet kong for the first time um there are some ridiculous moments don't get me wrong in this movie but it's it's and it's not realistic by any means well i think if you but it's uh, believable if you would have said it in any other time frame too you have to deal with people in there you know the technology you'd be like well, why aren't they just doing this yeah exactly there's, there's a giant monkey just you know you know leave and nuke them you know yeah i think this does make a strong connection to the godzilla time frame by setting it back um it just it just makes sense it's it just it simply just makes sense to me i don't know the one thing i will say is if uh if they you know discovered kong this early what have they been doing this whole time while well, Godzilla, you know, before Godzilla? Yeah. That's the, that's the one thing. I guess they got to fill in the gap somehow, because otherwise you're just, I'm supposed to believe they didn't do, they didn't do anything for what, like 30 years? See, see that's what I'm thinking, because I'm, because th- the three-headed, uh, the three-headed monster, the movie, when Rodan, Mothra, and, okay, s- strictly spoilers, my bad. We kind of didn't really say we we're going to go spoilers in the post-credit scene, but there is a post-credit scene. And it teases Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah. Um, and it shows Godzilla fighting King Ghidorah on like uh, these cave paintings and stuff. Um, if they do go back, I don't know how, how far they're going back, or is this is going to be after Kong. Like, I, I don't know what they're going to do here. It is kind of confusing, because you just... They have time to fill there. Yeah. But if they're going to do Godzilla fighting a monster beforehand, mm-hmm. that just makes it worse. Yeah. Because then people will know about it unless it's like before people. Exactly. And, and that's not going to be a good movie. You it's going to be weird. It's just going to be monster fights. Because then you're just like, well, what happened to all this knowledge you guys gained in these two movies? Yeah. Up to Godzilla, you know? See, I'm fine if they do it after the first Godzilla because they just need to put the same actor that's in the first in the Godzilla movie in, back in it. So he can, because if you look in his house, he named uh, like pet moths Mothra. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense for him to actually name Mothra. Yeah, it would it would make sense to have him in there. But yeah. then you come into the the Kong people, and what do you like? I well, they say Kong's growing. Yeah. Okay. But what about the people? That's what that's what matters here. Kong, you know, he's gonna grow up. He's gonna fight Godzilla. Okay. Yeah. Or he's gonna help him or do whatever. Yeah. That's gonna make sense. It's the people that we're worried about. You know, like what have they been doing for these what thirty years? Well, I mean, they kind of have knowledge of Godzilla, don't they, in the Godzilla movie? They do, but then, you know, these people in America, you know, are studying him and yeah. what discoveries have they made, you know? It's exactly. Like, where, where's this coming from, you know? All right, let's, let's actually talk about uh, some positives. Like, uh, John, what do you, what'd you uh, like about... What are some of your positives of this movie? Okay, I, uh, I like the natives. Mm-hmm. On the island, I like how they did the uh, the Kong lore. You know, John C. Riley explained it. How yeah, you know, he's god to them. Did you like the quick cuts to Kong though during that? Um, I didn't think it was necessary the whole time. Yeah, because they kept doing it. Mm-hmm. Like every time that he he said something new, they cut to him. Yeah, but I mean, one could have been fine. Yeah, but I mean, it was overall overall it was good. And, yeah, and, you know, the natives not speaking, and you know, building that giant wall, like everything looked really cool. Like giant wall that you know opened up. You thought by magic, you know, there yeah. for a second there. I was like, wait a second, how is the wall opening like this? Yeah, <laughs> it's. 
I don't know, the uh, that John C. Riley, you know, living on the island for, you know, so long definitely helped out. Though the beginning I felt was kind of, you know, I don't know, unnecessary. I could have believed he'd been living on the island for forever without yeah. seeing that. See, the, the beginning of the movie, um, they show John C. Riley crash land and uh, another Japanese, man, a Japanese guy crash with him, which obviously they talk about later. They become friends, I guess. But which is cool. It's pretty cool. Um, I guess they showed that for that dynamic so you would know who he's talking about. I didn't need to know who he was talking about, though. He's dead. That's true. Um, what I didn't like about it was where it cut to after that. It just sent it like you said. It felt so unnecessary to show that. Yeah, it didn't it? Didn't, you didn't need it. Yeah, you could have cut it. You could have cut it, and you could have spent more time on uh, you know, other characters. Cause or yeah, some of the best characters, you know, such as Easy E himself and mm-hmm. uh, that his friend, whatever his name is, they the guy know. who played Doctor Dre, or no, the friend, the 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 uh, other soldier. Yeah, the other soldier. Yeah, like they, they had a good dynamic. They did, and you could have spent more time developing those characters. Yeah. You know, and like the turn eventually on, you know, against Samuel L. Jackson. You know, them doubting him. Yeah. We, we could have got more of that, because you get, you get like one look, and that's it. And then they turn on him later, you know? Yeah, because they, they show them once, and then they show them again when they're all getting on the boat Mortal Kombat style. Um, and then they... <laughs> and then... It, yeah, and then you don't you do, really... You don't get a lot of them on the island, yeah. except, like, a quick, like, one-liner here and there, or, yeah. like, a comment. But, the, uh... Yeah, it looked great. You know, um... The the little... The beasts, the skull crawlers, they were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They did, uh... They do kind of have that same generic look that the, uh... The Mutos did. Yeah. You know, they kind of look the same. Almost, yeah. Which is good. And bad at the same time, because I kind of want something new, you know? Mm-hmm. But if they're, like, a recurring thing, I guess that's fine, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to see, you know, other movies, so. But, uh, a lot of negatives. Not a lot of positives. Really? <laughs> yeah, but I, I the movie was okay. I'm not yeah. going to say I hated it, but there wasn't a lot that I really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, positives for me, I definitely liked uh, Samuel L. Jackson's revenge plot with Kong. Why, uh, why? Why did I like it? Yeah. See, I, I don't know. It made a, it made a, I understood, I guess, the characters, why? Because, because you remember in the beginning when he. Yeah, he didn't want to lose Vietnam. Yeah. But we did. Yeah, so he So did, now he, he doesn't lose to Kong. Exactly. But he does. I mean, yeah, obviously. Um, it just, it felt, I didn't feel like he had enough justification behind it. Besides, it killed mm-hmm. his people, but then those other monsters kill his people, and he doesn't care. Yeah. Because he's too... Like, at that point, you would think he'd, you know, mm-hmm. take a step back, but he doesn't. It's almost like there's too much revenge fuel. Yeah. So that that was my only problem with it. I did like the idea. I just felt like, at one point, you know, his, his men have been killed by spiders, by the whole damn island. So why is he still focusing on Kong? You know? Yeah. That was my only problem with it. Not to derail your positive. Uh, it's okay. It's still positive. Uh, John C. Riley was definitely positive, like we talked about. Uh, some cinematography I, and the imagery that it creates. I, see, I, I don't know if I can say cinematography because it's a lot CGI. A lot of it's CGI. So I say imagery it creates because, it, you know, I mean, it creates cool images that you see. 
almost poster like yeah images. it does and that's that's you know part of what i was talking the visuals visuals yeah, are very good exactly um the two funny army soldiers definitely helped the terrible acting and the pacing of the movie i thought they we just needed more of their characters like you said um i kind of like the group splitting up and coming together uh i really like that aspect but i i do agree with you um it could have been shortened it also could have been two groups instead of, you know, six. Yeah. Uh, I like the monster fights. I thought those were positives. I like the throwback, the throwbacks to uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong, like um, when he fights the octopus, because that's the first thing you see in Godzilla vs. King Kong, besides Godzilla breaking out of an iceberg. When you first see King Kong, he fights uh, the, this giant octopus. I also like the whole him using trees as weapons. That's kind of... That was definitely pretty cool. He's he's intelligent. Yeah. Which is nice. Well, that's the whole factor in um, the original King Kong vs. Godzilla is uh, they compare, when the American version, they compare brain sizes. They, they're like, well, they believe a dinosaur, T-Rex had, like, you know, the brain of a cherry. Yeah, and, and King and Kong's got this, you know, developed, developed you, brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the monsters. I like the stick bug, the spider, and the bison. I just wish they could have they could have gave us more of that, almost like a Jurassic Park feel. Yeah, we would, only got those three. Yeah. If they would have gave us more time on them. We got the bison twice. Yeah. Uh, the music, I like the aspect of the music in the movie. I thought that was pretty neat. And the post-credit scene was my other positive, because I like Godzilla. Yeah. It, it, it does what it's, it needs to do. It's just you know kind of spoiled by the fact that you know yeah. it's going to happen. It's just real quick. To, like The way they do it is kind of... I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of neat, I guess. I, I also wish positive. Brie Larson had not been there. That is true. Uh, ne- let's get into negatives now. John, what are your, some of your negatives? Uh, well, I think we can both agree that uh, the photographer is the worst part. Yes. Um, we, we've already touched on a lot of my negatives. Yeah. The unnecessary amount of soldiers that come out of nowhere. That was a big thing with me. Yeah. Because just wondering where they're coming from half the time. Um... I don't really have a lot of other negatives we haven't touched on. Yeah. Other than, you know, I mean, we haven't really gone into depth on why Brie Larson is yeah. bad, but she is. I'll just, I'll just name some of mine, which you might also agree with. Uh, acting, obviously, I yes, said. Yeah. Especially Brie Larson in Fox 5, that kid, or dude. He was, he was uh, I would say he was annoying. Yeah. I don't know that his acting was bad. He had some annoying lines, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So you can't blame that on that's, him? That's questionable for me, whether it's his fault. Uh, John Goodman's ridiculousness was kind of a negative for me, because I, I feel like he could have been better. But like you said, that could be like he didn't really feel. I wish he was more important. Yeah. I mean, he kind of is. Because he, he basically... At the same time, he's not, though. We don't get a lot of him after he gets him there. True. Um, the editing, or how short scenes were, were definitely a negative for me. Uh, and basically the whole just rushing through the plot, the pacing was uh, negative. It did for feel me. really rushed. Like they, uh, they are, they go there, they get there, things escalate very quickly, and then we're done. Yeah, you don't really have any breaks, except for the you know the the five second scene of them walking through the jungle, and then you cut back to somebody else. Yeah, it's just I, it, it's rough. Sometimes. See, I, I really liked them showing that other guy by himself, but. Like you said, it, it becomes nothing because 
They kill him off. Because he just gets killed, yeah. yeah. He, I thought he was going to explore, like, the whole island and find something. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, you know? And there's no, there's no delivery there. You feel like you wasted time. Yeah. And that's... He had so much potential. It was, it was cool when he was discovering the island. Mm-hmm. And then he died. That's just done. What was... Um, does it, I guess what I'm trying to ask you is, does this make you excited for this, like, whole monster verse? I don't know that this necessarily does, but I think Godzilla? God, I think Godzilla did enough for this to you know back it up. Yeah, it gives you if you focus solely on King Kong, you get another good monster to the inevitable you know brawl. Yeah, which is is good. I agree. Godzilla, the Godzilla was so good that um, the negatives of this are trumped because of godzilla like, yeah, like you, you said you can see how it's going to set it up and yeah. king kong himself is going to bring something to it exactly aside from the actual you know acting and all the humans in the movie i mean i think we pretty much covered a lot of it um i definitely think so i uh the only thing that i wanted to mention where i saw some alien vs predator elements and uh definitely there's a predator moment when the dude tries to do the last stand yeah but it doesn't go very well it never does no a swiped. Um, I think that part made you kind of root for the humans, in a way, because you're like, "Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna blow him up or whatever." And then, pff, no, I, re- I really didn't enjoy that because you know, at that point, I expected him to just do it. Yeah, because that's how the movie was going. You know, it was nothing was going wrong for me. He just gets thrown to the side. So that was that was nice. But I guess we can do like a final summary and a grade now. There's nothing else really. We can cover on this movie. I wish we had Chris Hawk. Uh, oh, Ru- uh, Rubicon. Rubicon of similarity. Rubicon. Similarity. Rubicon. Yeah, I wish we had that right now. That it'd be pretty great. Cause I, I don't even know if he knows enough movies to compare this to. You know, <laughs> it'd be pretty funny. It'd be pretty funny. I said that really weird. Pretty funny. But um, John, final grade. Uh, Summary I, final grade. I I'll give it a six point five. 6.5. It's, uh, it's worth seeing. Maybe not in theaters. Yeah. Um, but definitely worth seeing if you're going to, you know, invest in the whole Godzilla monster aspect movies that are uh, happening by, yeah. by them. Monsterverse. You, yeah, you definitely need to see it. But it's not something I'd go to the theaters to see unless it was, like, super cheap. So, Fire Stick, Rent, Redbox. Yeah. Or Xbox or PlayStation. No, Redbox. That's cheap. Digitally. Uh, oh, yeah. Redbox, Redboxing is cheapest. Is cheapest. Okay. Um, I guess my final summary would be, uh, I thought it was a great story experience, but I thought there was a lot of cheesiness in its filmmaking fundamentals. Uh, the action definitely brings it up. The acting and the quick pacing brings it down for me. I liked, uh, just, you know, overall waiting and seeing that post credit scenes, I thought it definitely was worth going to see in theaters. But I definitely would wait, because if the post credit scene is in the movie normally anyway, you just might as well just wait, like John said. Uh, overall, I'm going to give it a 7.2 out of 10, but if I had the post credit scene, 7.5. That was part of the movie, so I would consider that acceptable. So John gave Kong Skull Island a 6.5. I give it a 7.2. Um, be with it uh, what... It may, or whatever the term is, if you want to go see Kong Skull Island. If it sounds as interesting to you, if we down-talked it too much, uh, I'm sorry. Go see it anyway. You know? Yeah, go see it anyway. Do, Just because we didn't like some parts of it, you might love it. 
yeah, it, it definitely, like I said, it's action packed. Um, that that's kind of exciting in its own. There's some parts that are really cool. Like me and John looked at each other and they're like, "Oh snap!" <laughs> like, so I, g- gather your own opinions. Um, and definitely, or if you have seen it, let us know on social media or wherever. If you want to email us, definitely do that. See us on the street. You know, you hate our opinion. Punch us in the face. <laughs> Punch us in the face and be like, "I like that movie. I like it." <laughs> I'll lock it. Uh, John, do you have any uh, weekly recommends? Uh, I don't actually, specifically. You don't need. I, neither do I really. Um, I haven't really watched anything. I watched uh, that love show on Netflix. Yeah, was it good? It was all right. It was all right. It's getting like a second season, right? Yeah, I just finished the second season. Oh, all right. Well, it's getting another season, right? That I, I heard it was getting another. Probably. Season. I mean, I can see where it, it's popular among like the Netflix crowd. Netflix crowd or the like the younger Netflix crowd but it's not all that special to me it's all right I don't know why I kept watching because there's aspects of it I really don't like yeah but uh I guess it's something to watch and uh, I've been watching some anime on Netflix too I can't remember the name well Netflix it does have things to watch you know the hard (laughs) part is picking something exactly picking something you think you'll like there's a big choice there but um, that was our uh, review on Skull Island. Uh, follow us on Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island. I my bad. Um, follow us on Twitter at Cinema Seven underscore Podcast. Uh, we're also on Facebook at Cinema Seven. If you uh, like us or hate us or whatever you want, uh, rate us on iTunes. Um, number of stars you think we are. Anything will actually help. You know, it, it, feedback. It. Whatever you just give us some feedback, give us your opinion on our on our podcast, on our episodes, or whatever. Um, tell us your opinions on social media. Uh, like John, um, you want to tell them about the newsletter? Yeah, you can subscribe to the newsletter. There'll be a link following the posting of this video, and I'll even link the uh, the newsletter for this video on there if you don't want to watch this video. So that's kind of unnecessary if you got this far in the video because you already watched the video. Yeah, but you can click on the newsletter to see what it looks like. That way you might not have to watch the video next time if you don't want to, but you should. You mean listen? Yeah, listen. Listen, listen to the, the... I mean, you know, one day we'll audio? record them and put on a YouTube, but yeah, listen. I mean, we're working on it. We're working on it. Definitely, uh, definitely check that newsletter out. Like I said, it, it, like John said, um, you can also, like, you might want to listen to, the, to our episode based on that newsletter. You never know. You never know. It's just a quick synopsis. There's always yeah, a lot of other things in there. It's completely free. Completely free. And Com- I'm not going to spam you with emails. Yeah, it's we do we don't do it all the time. If you have Gmail, it goes to your uh, what promotions tab. So it's not like you can even it's not even cluttering your inbox. Exactly. But uh, we're Cinema Seven. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Kong School Island. John six six point five. Me Mario Bakari uh, seven point two. Uh, definitely check it out if you want. The MonsterVerse is happening. It's coming. Chris Hawk isn't really here, but I'm about to add him in to do the final word, the final saying phrase. He does it best. He does it best. So take it away, Chris Hawk. So uh, at Cinema 7, we want to thank you always for watching with us. We want to thank you for listening with us. And we want to thank you for exploring with us. Hey, Cinema 7 listeners, uh, we just want to say 
we appreciate you listening to this episode and if you have listened to any other of our uh, other episodes but if you want to check out some other um, independent podcasts just like us there's uh, two I would uh, like to mention um, go check out Shifi it's called Shifi the Shifi podcast they um, it's a group of women that um, talk about science fiction and Marvel comics all nerdy geeky stuff they talk about it's it's a really good um, perspective from a woman's perspective on those things and not only that just to hear their opinions is really cool and uh, in our opinion also check out another podcast it's they're a, f- a friend of ours uh, distracting noises uh, they pretty much ramble on talk about whatever uh, sometimes they take some shots they uh, do some some adult drinking um, I guess you would call it uh, they drink on their show, and they, they just talk about random stuff, um, they, just everything in general, basically. Uh, definitely check them out as well, Distracting Noises um, and Shifi. Check out those independent podcasts. And uh, again, thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it.